It's the Real Ninja Reviews Podcast We want to welcome you Let's pull up Smoke up Chill out Relax And join us for the ride Smitty Smith Host Co-host here sitting to my left Saucy J Yo yo what's poppin' Hello world We got my man sitting to the left uh, Saucy J We got my man's B new Hey, what's cracking, y'all? The boy Shine Two Stacks coming live from the Spoiler Kingdom. Yeah, Milly Mill, BKA, MTM, you know what I'm saying? Flexing all through the show. Play the light skin, savior of Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Dev Rico. Every time you hear a recording, whenever you see anything with real digital reviews on it, you never know who it's going to be, but you know it's going to be quality. And you know who you're dealing with is going to be knowledgeable. And you're going to be a little bit entertained by our, well, hopefully you'll be entertained by our little silly, silly little antics. It's up, it's Ann preparing the live stream. That means that it's live streaming. So, um, I need to say hello, good evening. <laughs> Welcome to the village. What up? <clears throat> Hidden in the real. Ether country. That's where it is, man. So, 63, we in this thing. We got a couple couple decent conversation topics to get up uh, to get up to y'all tonight, this evening, for this recording. Uh, but first off, I want to remind everybody to follow us on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if y'all feeling what y'all watching, what y'all hearing. I mean... Um, give us some comments, leave us some questions, let us know how you feeling. Got suggestions, let me know, let us know. If you <clears throat> just want to talk about something, let us know, man. We'll bring it up. I mean, yeah. And also yeah, likes yeah, yeah. help the video too. So if you hit the like, helps the videos out. Help yeah. us out too. Yeah, hopefully. We getting love though. Stuff is growing, stuff is moving. But Man, man, it, it's been a lot of stuff. It's been a lot of stuff going on this week, it, like most weeks. But now that we fully into the fall season or whatever, we in November. Gee, all the movies is coming out. All the TV shows is coming out. All the games is coming out, bro. Like, I still ain't seen Eternals yet. You know what I mean, uh, and y'all seen, y'all seen Eternals yet? No, nah, I don't really want, I don't have no kind of urge to want to see it, but I'm going to see it, though. About you, yeah. Bino. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I'll definitely go see it. You know, watch. Well, it. y'all, y'all need to because you know we got the homies from um, Colt Forty Five Podcast. Shout out to them. Um, they gonna be joining us next week, so we gonna talk Eternals. That's why we ain't gonna really dabble into that one. This, you know, what I'm saying in this episode. But what we will get into though is the movie that's in my background. Hope y'all can see that. Harder they fall. I mean, it got us a. A black western for the first time in a little minute you know so with some backing behind it my bad it's been it's been other you know black creators and stuff doing doing western movies but this one is one of those you know what i mean one of those kind of almost fully back triple a triple a kind of funded situations but it's it's a lot we got a lot to get into with this movie our opinions how we feeling about it um as well as the reaction from the public and we got some criticism, you and, and I'm gonna say Chris, it's been some backlash a little bit. And I was just telling the homies about that before we started recording. Um, we'll get we'll get into we'll get into all that though. So, Sean, what up? 
how how do you feel? How you feeling about the heart of they fall? I actually like the movie. Um I grew up on westerns from my grandmother and my mom watching them, so it's not unfamiliar territory, but it's definitely a breath of fresh air to see some black cowboys because they I mean, if you was to go by now's day and age, these the youth wouldn't know it would even was even any black cowboys at all. So I liked it. I liked the action, the acting. Um I thought it was funny. Um like in a trailer, Idris Alba had like a lot of presence, like he's gonna be like in the movie a lot. Um I don't want to be my usual self and say, say too much about the movie, but um, I feel like everybody got a lot of, it's like I, with all these big name actors in this movie, they got a lot of screen time equally. So yeah. it had, like, and to me personally, it had some moments where it was like slow from the pacing. Uh, Cause it start from the beginning. It was going and but all in all, I liked the movie. Um, Actually watched it three times already. Man, um, you really liked it, then shit. I mean, yeah, because like the first time I watched it, and I thought I missed some, and I didn't. I watched it again because I was mad at a certain part. Like, man, stereotypical tropes. But anyway, I liked it though. Yeah, like you said, the ensemble cast was solid, super solid in in the terms of you know their performances or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was good. It was good to see a, a again a, a a solidly funded black cowboy film come out. You know, obviously this ain't the first and only ones. As soon as I seen this, the first comparisons I made too was Posse. You know what I mean? Back in the day with Mario Van Peebles and Big Daddy Kane, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course. So I instantly went to uh, I'm instantly went to Posse. <clears throat> and then what about Wild Wild West, bro? That don't count, man. Will Smith, <laughs> Will Smith cowboy and don't don't count. Don't count in this category. I don't even know if I can even put a Cherokee kid in there either on the lighter tip. Was uh the uh the recent movie Denzel did where they was roasting about his mustache where he played Chisholm? Where it was him, Chris Pratt, and all them. Um the hateful eight. Is it no not hateful eight? No, that's time with Jack. Yeah, hateful eight was the uh Quentin Tarantino. It was something vengeful seven. Something like that. Magnificent Seven. Magne- okay, there it is. I I was I was all over the place. <laughs> but no, I just, so so Magnificent Seven. But yeah, so but I'm talking black directed black. Yeah, movie, I know what you mean. You know I, what I mean, so man. we the, actually, you know what I found out? Uh, my brother posted something on, on Facebook. Something I didn't know. It's a couple couple interesting things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even. I haven't even gotten into my opinion about it. Um, <clears throat> I guess, uh, yeah, a couple of things I don't let, let me not backtrack or go over. So a couple of interesting things about this movie is that the, uh, this is technically a sequel. All right. So get this, um, from what I'm reading from when I read in from the information that I found and that I seen is that this movie was like, a pre- it was a prequel. It was a, it was another movie with, with a bunch of, uh, another bunch of black actors and everything in it. I believe that it must have been like the same, uh, writer, producer. Okay. Look, here you go. If you like Harder to Fall, Harder They Fall, the same director made a prequel eight years ago, uh, with the all-star cast featuring Erica Badu, uh, Michael K. Williams, rest in peace, 
um, Nate Parker, Rosario Dawson, Jesse Williams, and Bokeem Woodbine, and Giancarlo um, Esposito and Isaiah Washington. Pretty sure Isaiah Washington was the villain. There's no way he would. I'm just going to assume that just because. <laughs> but that sounds solid, though, in terms of in terms Man. of the casting. Two, eight years ago, you know I mean, was that? 2013? Minute. But so we got that, right? So we got, ten, you know, technically this is a sequel or this is a second one in the director's, you know what I'm saying, the director's catalog. Mm-hmm. And so now, again, as we talk about the casting and who was casted and how this cast, let me get into a little bit of, of how these characters came about in this movie. So the movie was not based on any factual events you know what I'm saying? It's not based off real events necessarily. However, the people that were depicted in this movie were real people with real backstories and, you know, real Wild West kind of situations. All all of them. Um, Stagecoach Mary, um, you know, Cherokee Bill, uh, all of them. All of them were real people. And in, in, in this movie, they're depicted i mean as fictional characters are in the movie you know the movie writer's opinions and you know through through his scope and his lens so now saying that there was a little bit of backlash um in the in the sense of colorism because people were mad that um stagecoach mary's character who was played by uh zazie beats she was you know i'm saying a light-skinned sister and as opposed to stagecoach mary who you know what i'm saying was a darker skinned woman or whatever so it goes into the kind of some of the uh deeper little things dealing with um you know what's seen as beauty standards and the you know the tough beauty standards that um a lot of darker skinned black women have to have to fight in hollywood amongst just the regular beauty standards that that the actresses and stuff gotta you know i'm saying gotta adhere to in in order to get work or whatever so that's that was you know i'm saying a little bit of the a little bit of backlash but overall it's been received super super well by everybody community loving it the ratings and stuff is solid people people really liking it um i liked it i liked it the fact that again if i can watch a movie and it makes me feel any type of way then it's a good movie in my book and it kept my attention as sean said uh i used to watch westerns with my mom and my grandmother as well and this took me back a little bit to that. Now, people, some people like, I will, this is my criticism. This is the only, I kind of only negative I'm going to say about this movie. I did not like the soundtrack. I thought that shit was whack in terms of, and I know the, I know the correlations. I know, I know why they chose the reggae music because of the, you know what I'm saying? The name of the, the name of the classic song and the tale that the song tells. I just felt that some of those music choices is what in it, but, and I'm in the mind, I'm in the minor. Because it's a lot of people that loved it, particularly for the soundtrack and the music. But that's the beauty of art, and that's the beauty of everybody having an opinion. We can all feel differently and not be disrespectful or rude about it. So didn't feel the music that much. Really liked the movie. Really liked the visuals. Really liked the execution. Um, I didn't mind the pacing. I seen it was two hours and ten minutes. I know it was I knew it was gonna be some flashback in. I mean, so but yeah. So it was it was solid. And I I mean, you know. Give it, I give it a, you know, three point five do rags out of five, you know what I mean? Something that, something that can, you know, it it definitely um, scratch that itch of a western, because it was it was 
it was satisfying. And when, when the gunfights happened, they, they was good. You know what I mean? And the story was up and down and it wasn't as predictable as you would think it would be. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can talk, we can talk about when we doing this without spoiling it. Cause, and we still talking for a few minutes about it. If we only thing, only thing that'd be funny to me in these Western movies, man, every person that shoot, that's a main character got precise aim. <laughs> like, and everybody else whack. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Come on, man. Hey, yeah, this movie made me want to play Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Get online. <laughs> For real, nah, man. I mean, it made me want to draw some shit, but. It made you, oh, what you want to draw? What, what was the, what was the inspiration? What's the inspo? Just how they was styled. Like Cherokee, Bill, his, uh, his whole outfit. I'm a fucker, um, I forgot his name. Lakeith, Le, was it Lakeith Stanfield? Yep. Like, it's just his delivery for me. Like how he just, how he just, how he enunciated and just how his demeanor was in this movie. That shit was just sweet to me. Like, I wouldn't say smooth, but I say stoic. So yeah, I just like, I just like this style and I like the whole, man, black people make shit look sweet. I'm sorry. That's just my, that's just me. Yeah. There was a whole, no, nah, it ain't just you, man. We all, we all into it. That's why we love it. That's why we, we knew the vibe that they was giving off and we knew what, you know what I'm saying? What they was trying to, what they was trying to do and it hit, it hit the mark. It really See, did. Cause you see, as you see, be new what he doing, like his whole little mustache and beard, like he was doing that in the spirit of this movie. So that's why he came looking how he looked. Man, oh, I was nice. But he said the heart of his lining fall though, but it's okay. Moving along. I must have kind of long, man. If I don't, if I don't keep it, uh, if I don't keep it down and it curl up and then I have a old, I have a wider, you know what I'm saying? Gun, old gunslinger stash too. I ain't doing I ain't doing quarantine. That was pissing me off, bro. It was like your corners was curling up. Mm-hmm. Take a bite of food, <laughs> man. Uh yeah. All them, them, them cowboy uh cowboy beers. Oh man, but it it's, it's so much it's so much we can say because the the real characters that these people were based that the real people, I'm sorry, that these characters were based off of were all really, really, really interesting. All of them. Yeah. And, and it, and it kind of explained too, like it explained like some of those cowboy pictures. You ever read an article and they was talk about black cowboys, but they never put what the name of the cowboy is. Mm-hmm. Like when they show, um, I forgot what Jonathan Major was. It was some love. Not, but it's pronounced nah. Nate. It was supposed to be like Nate, Nate Love, Nate Love. Like they had him, like long hair and then like the little cowboy hat bent back. I didn't know. I didn't never know his name. So now I can put a character to that picture. So, mm-hmm. um, see, they was talking about. I'm looking at this uh, article about James Beckworth. You know what I mean, James Beckworth was was the was the young gun depicted in a movie. But actually, get this in, in real life. You know who the young one really was? The uh, sheriff. The sheriff, right? Nope. Rufus. Rufus Buck. Okay. Okay. Yep. Rufus Buck was young, like when he. But in the movie, he's depicted as Idris Elba, and I think Rufus Buck, if I'm not mistaken, Rufus Buck is a like a lot of us is a multiracial black man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure, hold on, let me see. Rufus, but okay, here it is. In real life, the two men like to never cross path, blah, blah, blah. But okay, right. Okay. I thought Buck is biracial. He had mixed heritage. Um, and he's not 18. You know what I'm saying? That's what the director yeah. It's not a biopic. It's not, it wasn't a biopic. It, it was just it, a movie. It, yeah. It's just a movie. They used old, basic, almost, I want to say folktale characters, but they used people who have folktales, you know what I'm saying? Who lived folktale-like mm-hmm. lives. And you know what this is? You know what this is akin to before people get super critical? When we watch anime, a lot of those stories, especially the Naruto's and the Dragon Ball Z's, the, you know, the classic the Shonen story. Yeah, they're right. They're old folktales, old mythological stories about gods and deities and idea. you know, so they change the characters. Clearly they're going to change maybe some what they look like, their age. It's a whole bunch of stuff is, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you flirt with it, you change it up, you get a feel for it. And that's exactly what this did because that's interesting because I was just reading, you know, as the, the historian that I am or whatever, um, reading that, reading some of these, reading some of the articles about the real people, um, like yeah, Nate, uh, Nate loves nicknamed Deadwood Dick. If y'all ever heard that, ever heard of that, ever heard of the black cowboy Deadwood Dick? That was I know. who they was talking about. Jonathan Majors. I can't see him as nothing but Jonathan Majors. He got a he got a dope name. I wouldn't want that name. Yeah, it's talking about okay. So Mary Fields, born into slavery, um, in or around nineteen thirty-two, likely in Tennessee, newly freed after the Civil War. Get this, she headed north and landed at a convent in Toledo, Ohio where she worked as a groundskeeper. So Zazie Beats character, the real one, um, you know, stage, stage coach, Mary, yeah. she was in Toledo. She was in a T yeah. for a little bit. Let's pull it back a little bit. Historian Smitty. Yeah. Get back. <laughs> hey, we ain't, we ain't saying about this, but I thought this was super funny. Um, how the, how stars network, did like the ultimate trick dice on their own uh producer <laughs> and all that stuff on their own show. So they told 50 Cent that they was gonna hold off for BMF so the season can end the same week as that Power Book 2 was premiering, right? Mm-hmm. So instead they're supposed to not air this week, right? The episode that 50 Cent produced, directed, and all that, etc. Um, but they put it out at midnight for like three hours and then took it down. And I now it, it I didn't watch it. I didn't get to I didn't get to see it. So I wasn't Yeah, and it's it. like and like a lot of people were pissed, like, man, stars fucking up, da, da, da. Some people saying they seen it and it didn't, and then like like I seen it. Um I seen it. And then, like, I guess some people pirate it and put it on YouTube to where it's like, <laughs> it's like they play it and then they jumble it up so they don't get hit with no flag. But long story short, they put a money move so they can, you know what I'm saying? So the season series can end right when yeah. book two come out. That makes sense though. They yeah, did but, that. Didn't they do that with? They did that with power and um so it can go right into yeah. Two. yeah so the end of the end of this. We already know power give us that one week random off all the time. Mm-hmm. We already know this. They they always almost if not every season, almost every season uh the OG power and power book two, they always do one of these weeks before the last two, three episodes. They just don't have an episode that week. So this didn't surprise me. 
none at all when I seen it went on. So I thought it was funny because like I didn't I I got on social media and I'm just seeing everybody like pissed, like big boy pissed talking about it. So I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm talking about people talking about what the fuck? Da, 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 that old janky shit, man. I paid my bill. I'm about to call stars. Like, dude, I seen one that made me laugh though. I seen somebody, somebody was like, man, I'm trying to see what D Rose is going to do next. <laughs> they almost died. Yo. Man. They say little Mish look like D Rose. Cause dude, y'all, gotta, y'all gotta go to his Instagram and check I, it out. Dude, so, I already know, man. Man, he look like D Rose. Cause I, I couldn't unsee it. Once I see it, I'm like, man, niggas is funny. Because yeah. he really do look like D Rose. Cause, but, but people saw D that they couldn't see what, um, what D Rose slash little Meech slash, you know, big Meech is going to do this week. We'll be all right. And no, oh, dude. So I found out that we found out that Lamar, the character, you know what I'm saying? The character Lamar is actually British. I did not know that. I normally take pride in knowing stuff like that about the actors, especially about stuff that I really like. But Lamar is British. I mean, so that kind of, yeah, you know, he following after, after we were just talking about, uh, Idris Alba and he following after the, um, after the homie, what's his name? Um, the homie from Snowfall. I know Samson. who you're talking about. Samson. Um, I can't remember his last name, man. Off the top of my head, but yeah, British Brothers is over here, over here doing it. That sparks up a, a, a bigger conversation between you know the brothers and some of these hotep circles or whatever. Brothers be like, "Yo, is they hiring Black Americans in the British movies?" Sometimes I had that question myself, but then I realized how petty and silly it is to even ask that. It don't even make no sense. These brothers need opportunities and gonna do the. And if they doing their thing, they doing their thing. It really don't matter if they killing, they killing. You you can complain maybe if it was whack, you know what I mean? If they depiction mm-hmm. was whack, if they wasn't doing it, if they weren't handling their business, yeah, you you know I can see some some complaints coming up, but they handling business, you ain't no point in complaining. Gee, like for real, chill out, just enjoy, enjoy the performance, or don't enjoy the performance, don't support it, don't watch it. That's your choice. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry, 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 we can't see D Rose do his thing this week, um, but. You know what did come out this week, and B New can join in on this conversation. Yo, the duty, the newest installment of the Call of Duty franchise came out. Gee, gee, B New man, you go. How, how you how you feeling? How you feeling about Call of Duty? Because I've been talking a whole bunch. You go ahead. How you feeling, man? Actually, you know, Call of Duty. Now it was actually really really fun. Normally, mm-hmm. you know. I struggle with Call of Duty. I start getting sleepy when I play it for too damn long. You know, I start getting Man, real sleepy. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna keep it real. If I play for over an hour, I start sleeping on a controller. But this was like the first time I could actually play for over an hour and not get sleepy. So I, I'm I'm really happy with some of the things that they're doing. You know, they took it back old school, brought back the dogs. Hell yeah. Even though all the niggas was hating on the dogs, <laughs> yeah, you hate on them when they when somebody put them out on you. Yeah. Ain't no fun. Yeah, no, it, it, no, it wasn't fun, but I wasn't really getting killed by dogs. <laughs> I was getting killed by bombs, man. Like fuck those bombs. I don't know what it was. Mortems, wasn't it? It was either mortems or some mortars. Little, <laughs> it's all the all the bombs, all the explosives. It was, it's mad dangerous on this game. Yeah, it was. I don't know what level that was, but I, I promise you, it was just nothing but explosive. I couldn't walk two steps without getting blew up. I'm like, all right, this is this is crazy, but it was still fun overall. So 
I have to give it his props. Good job, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, I got a different take. To me, I'm I like the new game modes. The uh, there's like a rotating um where the uh patrol. It's like moving hard point. It's like yeah, I like moving hard point. Yeah. That's dope. I mean, me and Smitty was playing that. My boy Jaden and them, uh, we was ter- we was fucking it up. But I'm gonna say this though, um, the map's kind of too big. Not all of them, but some of the maps got they way too big for the certain certain play player numbers. Like it was a map that was big as shit, and it's only like six versus six, and you do more searching than you do fighting and shooting people. So. That's one of my gripes, but um, I play core and I play mostly hardcore, but I play core too. But um, I feel like that they changed the time to kill from ver- basic. If I can give it a, like a, a a chart, I can say Modern Warfare three time to kill was better than the time to kill on this current one because it's kind of like I. It's kind of hit and miss because, like, you can have a submachine gun, do have a handgun. It's it's inconsistent. Like, he'll have a handgun and shoot you, kill you faster than you can with a person with a higher fire or higher fire rate gun, submachine gun. So that's just my personal opinion. Other other than that, I don't really have nothing much to say to the Call of Duty because it's like it's Call of Duty. Because last time, last year's Call of Duty, I was trying to give it give it praise, and they let me down by not letting me play. So this one, I'm like, I'm not gonna say too much. I enjoy it. I play. I'm a. It's Call of Duty. I'm gonna play it. So yeah, that's, they had a scream um, DLC for the one last year's Call of Duty for Warzone. Yeah. It was this yeah, this year. Warzone. This was this year's. It came out this year uh, for Warzone. They yeah, had so, um, Ghostface. Yeah. So. I don't know. I guess I have a, I have a little bit of a different take. I talk about some some stuff that they added that's new to multiplayer that completely changes how the lobbies are decided upon. I thought for me to get into another Call of Duty game, for me to really get into it, for me to really like it and be able to spend, you know, what I'm saying that time getting down on it, it had to be something new that they brought to the table, and they really did. To be honest, they actually brought the number of players for each match so you know before you used to pick the regular match you either do the regular match which is six on six or you know you can do the small you can do the small tactical matches which would be four on four or you can do ground war which between the different games it always switch you can do it was sometimes 10 on 10 12 on 12 whatever the case may be different different groups uh, numbers of how you how you changed up the squads but this time they let you pick three you get three different types for each game mode all right so if you pick team deathmatch or kill confirmed or domination search and destroy whichever one whichever one you pick whichever one of the game modes you pick there's actually three game type settings for each one of those modes so it goes um and after some spending some some time with the game i finally was able to pinpoint with a little bit of certainty how how they how they do this so okay so it's three different types so you go it goes tactical assault and then blitz how this works how this works is tactical basically means either the map is big and there's you know enough people to to not fill the big map up a lot you know what i'm saying that's that's what tactical means so it's most time it's going to be a bigger map and it's going to be the smaller amount of people so six you know then once you go to assault, 
it goes, the maps are a little bit smaller and they put more people into the maps. So this can be seven, eight, I've seen seven, eight, 10, and 12. You know what I'm saying? And then, then you get into blitz. Actually, I saw, I don't think I saw has 12, excuse me. Um, but then you get into the blitz, the blitz modes, which those are the small maps with the big numbers. <laughs> so that's a lot of, it's a lot of shooting. It's a lot of, a lot of dying going on. You know what I mean? It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy spawns. They right next to you. I'm talking when I mean crazy kills, I'm talking about you getting easily between 30 and 60 kills in a game mode and you got three or four people with with those types of numbers so it's a lot and that's that's talking goes into what b new is talking about getting blown up all the time you got 60 kills going on you got two people getting 60 kills it's about to be some crazy kill streaks going on it's gonna be a whole bunch of a little bit of everything going on so i give call it's, it's call of duty so i'm, I'm gonna give them their props on on bringing my black ass back into it <laughs> for real but it's changing up how they're doing those lobbies it is it, a nice touch. The sound design for this game is man, it's another one. It's Sledgehammer because Sledgehammer developed it. I knew the sound was gonna be legit, but this this shit is is kind of terrifying. It's you really feel like your ass is in a war or something, listening to all them bombs go the, off. No the, the fair them like far away highs and low sounds. One's right up on you too. You know what I'm saying? It's it, the sound is the sound is good, man. It sounds like you playing saving private Ryan in the game. That's about as good as I can put it. <laughs> For real, it sounds like saving Private Ryan. Some real shit. Mm. <laughs> I enjoyed it though. I'm enjoying it. We're gonna see how long this lasts until the until the the mega game dweebs mess it up. The, you mean the fuckery when the the fuckery starts and the yeah, when, stars. I wouldn't yeah, even call it that. It's just that's the they, natural. It's just what's it just happen. it just gonna complain. One is always every game. If it's something that they not good at they're gonna complain about it until they take it away that nobody can do it yep you know you know what i think they're gonna do is, is you was complaining about the ttk the time to kill being kind of low the fact that you complaining about it somebody who don't mind high kill games and matches that's like that you know it's gonna be other people that's complaining about it because what i feel as though i feel as though every gun on this game is deadly super deadly. yeah like every it's, gun like i didn't i didn't like that it's a gun like what's funny though it's funny you say that like i f- didn't feel like nobody had a certain advantage with a gun like the very first assault rifle you got everybody uses the STG, the STG yeah. goes, the STG goes nuts. But the last couple of times I didn't play in my last couple of little sessions, that's all I've been shoot- using was the shotgun, literally exclusively. I'm like, I told myself, I'm like, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to only play with the shotgun because it's so rewarding. The sound, the feel, the handling, the reactions, yeah. all of that is dope. So I think they're going to complain because I'm telling you, I was in lobbies. I, I was hearing them complain about me getting over with them shotguns. So because if you get one shot by a shotgun, say you, somebody one shot you about three times straight, in a match, you're going to be ready to throw your controller through a window. <laughs> so, except, except me, because I'm a bag up. Cause if you know how to use a shotgun, you know it's weakness, you know, weakness, you know, so. Yeah. But see, I, I felt that because I, I was a sniper on a, on a smaller map and I got, I literally got no scope by a sniper a good three or four times in one match. <laughs> see, I'm like, that's kind of scary. That's a slippery slope. Either that was the greatest game that man ever played. Or he's a serious pro that's ridiculous. So it's one of those, one of the other. I don't know if it's too much in between. You ain't constantly no scoping people with no sniper though. From from different ranges. Like he got me point blank, which is the typical, but he got me from a few feet out too. 
You know yeah. what I mean? So to see that they gonna change that TTK, there's <laughs> about to be some more hit markers going on. Cause I don't hear no, I don't hear too many people complaining about hit um, markers. I'm weak. Uh, this nigga froze in the middle of what he was saying. <laughs> you man, like, it's I'm funny. Weak. He he <laughs> froze like, and his eyebrows just up. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at you, and then I'm like, damn, did, did my shit free? Everybody stuff, everybody stuff messing up. But look, we can. We can't get on out of here, man. 